how is it that we as leaders can build the talent of our individual people to strengthen our teams? Because a leader has a profound role in shaping the attitudes, the behaviors, the conduct, and the expectations of a team. And if a leader begins to look at their role in shaping the team culture, that can be extremely catalytic for how the team actually grows and evolves. Hello, everyone. My name is Nathan Freeberg, and you are listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, our show helping team leaders build positive team culture. Our consulting firm has spent 25 years investing in teams so that people are mentally engaged and emotionally healthy. Today on the podcast, Dr. Linda and Brian Schubring will be briefly sharing an overview of our model on developing talent. This episode, well, this is actually an excerpt from a longer webinar that they hosted for a group of executives that was focusing on the profound role that a leader has in shaping team culture. In the full extended webinar, they touched on the four fundamental elements of positive team culture, which you can go back uh, and listen to it. There's a show a link in the show notes to learn more about that. But this here, this excerpt that they were going to share today is going to share our unique leadership model, which is KICK, K-I-C-K, which stands for Know, Invest, Connect, and Keep. And this begins to address how leaders can begin to strengthen the, uh, let's call them muscles that will help them build the talent of their individual people to ultimately strengthen their teams. Dr. Linda offers some insights from her experience as the Vice President of Employee Experience and Culture at a tech consulting firm. She's going to dive into the importance of positive team culture and is going to provide a a little framework on building talent and strengthening teams in that. And then Brian's going to highlight the power of intentional leadership and the importance of the emotional and mental engagement within teams. Now, whether you are a CEO type, a leader of a team, or a team member, or really just someone who enjoys understanding the mechanics of a positive team environment, well, this episode is going to be great to give you an overview of that, but then also a few very practical, actionable steps that you can take uh, with your team today. And if you want even more than that, you can check out some of the resources In our show notes, we include a few things there that are honestly just a bunch of additional resources to some of the other things that we discussed here, as well as a lot of other resources that we have been developing over the last several years to help you build a stronger team culture. All right, so join us now as we learn more about how to kick, know, invest, connect, and keep our employees and evolve teams to their fullest potential. Enjoy. We're really hoping to sharpen your leadership style to support not only your team and your team health, but also to be able to sharpen who you are as a leader in a way that helps you be more aware of what the individuals need who are on your specific teams. We also want to uh, provide for you some practical strategies that, that we have found through our research to help contribute to the development of a positive team culture and also we are going to present to you a model of how to actually lead, to actually build into the health and the well-being of your team. So one part is going to be focusing on the four fundamental elements of positive team culture. And the other part of the webinar today is going to focus on four keys to helping you lead the team into this new era of how to live 
and leading a positive team culture. Because maybe you came came to this webinar and you thought, wow, yeah, I positive team culture. I need more of that. I need more of that. We all we all need more of that. But then it's how and how do you boil the ocean of that? And where in the world do you start? And so we want to offer a lens, a framework to how you could maybe begin to build talent and strengthen some of your teams. And part of this research comes from my work at a technology consulting company where I was in-house as the vice president of employee experience and culture. And we were using EOS. We were following the traction model. We would use all the different components and have the annual meetings. We actually had an EOS implementer as well. And there were some things that that we were learning. And we want to apply that to our work and share with you some of the, the mysteries that have been revealed <laughs> as we have begun to navigate, like leaders coming to us saying, how in the world do we build talent? So we mentioned earlier that we've been in a lot of organizations. And five years ago, we really started to ask ourselves, what's happening? Um, it's clear when there are leaders that that have this vision and they have an intentionality to how they're really engaging their people. So we began to study that. And one of the things that we began to realize is that leaders weren't just trying to lead their companies and they weren't just trying to, you know, enhance and develop their teams. But there was this theme that was emerging and that was the the leaders that really understood how teams were were working and were people that were understanding that they were empowering individuals to be emotionally healthy and to be mentally engaged. I'll just think about that for a second, to be emotionally healthy and mentally engaged. And so if that is a vision or a goal of who we are as leaders, we have found that there is a certain way that these leaders go about doing that. But you know, if you have your own business, you want it to be profitable. You want to be successful. You are concerned <laughs> about the bottom line. And we would say, yes, and. We really <laughs> believe in a double bottom line that you can be profitable and developmental in your approach to talent. And those of you that maybe are considering, how am I going to invest in my leaders in some different ways? Uh, sometimes when you're busy, because I feel this way sometimes too, it's like, let someone else do it. Let my HR person do it. Let the people person take care of the work. And we've started to realize, and maybe as you look around to your leadership team, how can your leadership team do this together? Because we would say that all leaders, you, you don't get a pass. You don't just farm this out to somebody else. But but we really believe that when you have a leadership team where in they individually invest in their people in unique ways, guess what? That drives engagement. Guess what? It drives attraction to your company. Why? Because Employees today and your future employees, they want to be part of organizations where they're seen and they are invested in. And we think that that goes hand in hand with being profitable and developing your people. So this leadership model that we're going to introduce you to um, is the acronym KIC. Uh, it just so happens to be that. Um, and that stands for Know, Invest, Connect, and Keep. And so what we want to do right now is just give you a brief definition on what each of these elements mean. And as you're listening, as a, a CEO, as a leader, think to yourself, which one of these four areas do you think you naturally do well? Yeah. So the, the first one is, is no. 
This seems pretty obvious, but leaders who know how to build teams, lead companies well, they know their people. And what we mean by people is they know the people as individuals. They know their family members. They may know where the people live, their their kids, their pets' names, maybe their, their education, the culture they grew up in, the country they grew up in. But just that personal information, the, the personal data, they, they just know what that is. And you can be completely surprised at how well you can know someone and not. So when we've talked to team members, do you know that the leader always asks me about my spouse? Hmm. I just think that's so cool. And they remembered that I had a kindergartner. Hmm. And it's those pieces. It's those little tiny things. It's not like you need to know someone so in depth, Mm -hmm. but just the commitment to know and see somebody. The second element uh, in the kick leadership model is invest. And this is the specific investment in a person's growth and development. So when you begin to know people, you begin to then uncover some of the areas where they may need growth, where they may need development. And that could be professionally, it could be personally, it could be emotionally, it could be for how they're navigating their here and now. And it could also be your eye towards their future, the vision that you have for them. But that in investment piece, it's intentional. Uh, it could be team-based, it could be person-based, but the investment itself is one of the things that leaders do. They have this very consciously at the front of their mind. And oftentimes, their re- leaders are really good at like, okay, there's a technology need. I'll do it in a technology investment in this person. I'll, I'll, I'll grow them up in these skills or those skills. And what we found is that the, the leaders that, that really see their people and see them as um, worthy of an investment that, that they would grow as leaders, guess what? It helps succession plans and it helps continuation of the mission of your organization. And the third element of the kick leadership model is connect. And this is that relational connecting with someone where you're, where you're actually with a team member or a couple of team members and, and there's a relational nearness, uh, to the, the connect experience. Yes, it can be sitting down for coffee and you're not talking about business, or you are. It could be walking to a different location in the company, but it's it's the moments where you are with someone, spending time with someone, and creating that personal and emotional connection with them that in, enhances the relationship and ultimately builds trust. So think about the shared experiences that you've had as part of your team. And sometimes, yes, it happens around a meal. Sometimes it happens around some team building exercise, something outside of maybe the, the work con, the confines of work. And, and we would say, help your people just interact, intersect in some different ways. Maybe it's a potluck. Maybe it's a, hmm. um, some, some sort of, you know, sharing breakfast together, but it could be just more simple as that, like really natural, organic. And the last one's keep. And one of the reasons why we think this is so important is that the body of research that is supporting this idea of keep, it continues to grow because we believe that the word engagement in the business culture um, is an often overused word. But keep is not just keeping engaged. There are many other elements to this. It's how do leaders keep others excited? Um, that excitement that, that people have, that's contagious. And yes, how do you keep people engaged? And that may differ according to team or person. How do you keep people enthusiastic or their energy, their positivity is high? And how do you keep people encouraged? 
That could be displays of compassion, displays of empathy. Um, it could also be professional encouragement, but how is it they come alongside and figuratively put your arm around someone and encourage them? And here's the other part of keep that we don't always talk about, but is really important as leaders. Sometimes your company evolves to the place hmm. where you have to not keep people. You have to let them go. And this framework says, how do you keep people a fan? Even when you say like this, this season is done. How do you keep them a fan of the organization and remind them of, of how much they've learned and developed their career as they have gone? Now, how do we take action with this? Uh, there, here, here is the invitation to, to take action. Those of you who are um, trafficking in the EOS language, perhaps you, you do people analyzers. We did that on our executive team. We would list all the people in the company and we would do the G GWC, get it, want it, capacity to do it. We would look at each different person. We would see if they were a values fit, remember, plus or minus, see how all that goes. Every once in a while, then it's, it's looking at, looking at your people through this lens, hmm. know, invest, connect and keep. And so maybe as we have been talking, there's a team member that, that you really, you want to know in a different way. Or all of a sudden it came clear to you, there's a team member that you want to invest in. And maybe it just made sense, uh, how you want to, uh, create that kind of investment or connection, that kind of investment, as well as, Hmm. as keeping um, and keeping people engaged or keeping them encouraged. Because maybe maybe that's your October goal and maybe that's uh, uh, the, the week kind of goal. Um, but the second one is what are you going to do in seven days? So once again, nice to talk about a little bit harder to do. I would say to you, and that's why to-dos work, right? What are you going to do in seven days? Pick one of these areas and get to know someone better. Or connect a group of people in a different way and tell, tell a colleague about this, that you're going to do it. And so you have a little bit of accountability. And lastly, um, just cheers to a positive team <laughs> culture. Um, and we say that uh, because that is our, our goal, but we also know that it's a challenge. And the last thing that I, I want to say is that we all know that um, the emotional health and well-being of the CEO, that's also contagious and it can project into the company when we take care of, of ourselves others are inspired to do the same and i and i really believe that if we all have the goal of creating positive team cultures it really comes down to how is it that we can create for ourselves emotional engagement being mentally healthy and how is it that we can promote that same element um, in our people so thank you for your time today thank you for the listen Thank you for joining us on this journey. And thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast. And as you reflect on the insights that you hear, heard here today, let's just remember that the power that each one of us holds as leaders in shaping our teams and the environments that we have the power to create. Leadership isn't just about guiding. It's also about listening and understanding and investing and fostering a culture of growth. Now, as you go about your day, I want you to think about this one thing, and it's a simple little thought, but in what ways can you be more intentional in your leadership to cultivate positive team culture? Maybe you recall something from this episode or previous episodes or forget all of that stuff and just think about that one idea. What can you do to help 
foster and build and develop and grow a positive team culture. Thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, our show helping team leaders build positive team culture. For more resources about anything that you've heard here today or anything else about growing strong people, strong teams, or a strong environmental culture, you can visit our website, leadershipvisionconsulting.com for a whole bunch of more resources. We would also appreciate it if you would follow us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Please leave us a review. Please subscribe to our email newsletter. We send out a weekly uh, email with all kinds of updates related to our podcast and other leadership topics. My name is Nathan Freeberg, and on behalf of our entire team, Thanks for listening.